Hey, Just Steph fans, let me ask you a few questions. Do you want to incorporate a spiritual practice into your routine? Do you want to have more fun and create meaning in your life? Are you so done with the hamster wheel days? I get it, and you can change all that. What if I told you, you can come to Sicily with me for eight nights and your life will never be the same again. You will rub elbows with the locals, visit sacred sites, learn how to cook authentic Sicilian dishes, incorporate a spiritual routine into your day, and transform your life to leave a legacy you can be proud of. You do not want to miss this unique opportunity to learn ancient ways and experience the beauty of Sicily. This is exclusive, six people max. This is not your typical bus tour. It's all-inclusive except airfare, and I'm going to take exceptional care of you. Get out of Dodge this February 5th through the 13th. That's right, 2023. Check out all the deets at JustSteph.com and click Soul Journey Retreats or email me at Steph at JustSteph.com. Don't miss Sicily with Steph. Hi, everybody. It's Candy O. You're listening to 95.9 WATD, the South Shores radio station. And here she comes, Just Steph. This is the Just Steph Show. I'm your host, Steph Palermo, your Sicilian soul guide, bringing sexy back to Monday nights. Tune in every Monday night from 8 to 10 p.m. for weekly healings, soul readings, special guests, and tips to enhance your life by balancing body, mind, and heart. Make your Monday night sexy right here on WATD 95.9 with Just Steph. Hey, it's the Just Steph Show. Everybody has two lives. The second one begins when you realize you only have one. We are second lifers. We're empty nesters, newly single, and those starting over. H3, your healthy, happy, hip years are just beginning. I'm bringing sexy back to Monday Night Radio. You do not want to miss tonight and every Monday because I'm helping you transform your life one glorious day at a time. That's right. Radical transformation. That's my new word. Words. I am your intuitive soul guide and healer, author, international speaker, and radio talk show host. I help second lifers discover their spirituality and incorporate it into their lives. I teach my clients and audiences how to meld a spiritual practice with the realities of daily life in order to enjoy the fullest expression of themselves. The Complete Life Package. That's right. It's a full life. You do not have to ditch the fun to be connected to the divine. I offer Soul Journey retreats in Sicily. Let me know if you want to come. One-on-one Soul Journey guidance workshops. And, of course, right here, um, right here every Monday night on a weekly talk radio show on WATD 95.9 FM, the South Shores radio station so okay quick let's gonna let's just let's get grounded in and just kind of get focused and and uh relaxed and let's do a quick breathing exercise breathe in breathe out count to three one two three hold 
release one, two, three. And know that tonight, when you and every night when you listen to the Just Stuff show, you get exactly what you need. And spirit is here for you, working through me, and you get everything that you need to hear tonight. Okay. All right, let's pull a grace card. I'm going to pull it right out the middle. Vision. I love this, especially in January. Pay attention. There are signs, symbols, and messages divinely placed in our path to guide us in the right direction. This is a great card for January because we have a whole year, which is actually what I want to talk to you about. So, uh, but before I get into that, uh, I feel kind of bad for Tom Brady. Uh, he's competing with me tonight. So, but you guys can watch the you can watch you can watch the 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 game and still listen to me at the same time. It's all okay. And uh, yeah, okay. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit about uh, the vision for 2023, and it's this is a blank canvas. You're manifest getting ready to manifest your year. And as I meditate every day and as I, I find myself sometimes separating from, you know, Main Street media because it's, it's better for me health-wise. And basically, I don't really, I look at the, I look at what's going on and I don't think it was meant to be this way. I really don't. I believe that most people are good and that this hate that's getting, you know, thrown back and forth and the darts that that get that's getting thrown around, it's not it's not meant to be that way. It really isn't. And so you want to paint a picture. A new picture. Is it going to be a new picture, a new portrait? Are you going to use the same tools as you did last year? Are you going to adopt new ones? And maybe you could say these words. This year, my portrait is beautiful. It is filled with love, health, wealth, laughter, new friends, old friends who support me, healthy family relationships, Learning, growth, expansion, abundance, intimacy, and all good things that support my purpose and well-being. This year, I'm taking care of me. I'm putting me first. And then everything else will fall into place. So I hope you are... I hope you are painting a new picture this year, a new picture that's more beautiful, uh, more inspiring, more motivating uh, than the past years. And I hope that it's filled with light and love. And, uh, and it brings joy to yourself and to the people around you. I, have, I, I pulled something up uh, off of... Uh, the of of so, social media and this was posted by David Mataroso a friend of mine and and he always posts such really great content and I I'm borrow, borrowing this from him uh he does a lot of self 
learn, you know, new learning, continued learning, self growth, and and reading and gro- uh, to to expand himself and to grow as a person. And he posted this, and I thought this was very interesting. Don't join an easy crowd. You won't grow. Go where the expectations and the demands to perform are high. There are two parts to influence. First, influence is powerful. And second, it is subtle. You wouldn't let someone push you off course, but you might allow someone to nudge you off course and not even realize it. So be aware, this is being mindful. You must constantly ask yourself these questions. Who, I, who am I around? What are they doing to me? What have they got me reading? What have they got me saying? Where do they, ha- do they have me going? What do they have me thinking? And most important, what do they have me becoming? Then ask yourself the biggest question, is that okay? So be careful uh, with whom you let your hair down and spend time with. You are precious and uh, your soul is precious. And uh, we'll be back in a moment. I love books that give a real glimpse into a culture while also imparting life lessons. There's not many books like this. And my favorite one that stayed with me, it's called It's Not Personal, Sunny, It's Business by Steph Palermo. In this book, Steph combines the pillars of Sicilian heritage with her own life experiences into a book that's truly going to transform the way you think about life and the way you think about work. Stop postponing living your best, most satisfying life and stop putting off thriving in your business. You can do both of those things right now. Just go to buystephsbook.com and order your copy today. You won't regret it. That's www.buystephsbook.com. See you there. This is Dr. Kathy Calvillo from New England Breast and Wellness, and you are listening to The Just Steph Show. Thank you, Dr. Kathy. You're the best. She's going to be here later. Okay, so let's have a little healing. The source of all healing is love. Be healed daily by connecting to divine love. The healing segment of The Just Steph Show is brought to you by Christine Murphy and Moi Health and Wellness, offering weight loss options with semaglutide and fentamine. Women's health support for all menopausal symptoms, Botox and Dysport, vitamin injections, hair loss solutions, and much more. Christine has two convenient locations right here on the South Shore in Lakeville and Marshfield. For more information, check out moihealthandwellness.com. Spirit, you are the source of love, healing, and restoration. We thank you for the miracles you still perform today. Tonight, bestow your grace on those listening who are in need of your healing. Bring peace, restoration, and full health to this audience and their loved ones. I believe in the healing power of faith and prayer, and I ask you to begin your mighty work in the lives of my audience. Let this year be let let this be a year filled with peace, laughter, health, and joy. 
Please reach down and surround my audience with supernatural peace and strength and give my audience the faith to believe that all things are possible for you, Spirit. Amen. And if you would like a, a healing in your life, email me at steph at juststeph.com. Before I tell you what is happening, I have something something else that I thought was very interesting, which has to do with healing yourself. And this is a quote by Bruce Lee. He said, don't speak negatively about yourself, even as a joke. Your body doesn't know the difference. Words are energy and cast spells. That's why it's called spelling. Change the way you speak about yourself and you can change your life. And here's the, here's the kicker. What you're not changing, you're also choosing. So remember, if you don't like something in your life, if you're not changing it, you are choosing it. Okay, here's what's happening tonight. I'm so excited. Dr. Kathy is going to be the the official breast surgeon of the Just Steph show is going to be in uh, a little bit later and she's going to be hanging out for a while. And uh, I'm so excited to have her in the studio. We're going to talk about all things healthy. And uh, I have um, an amazing featured biz tonight. And I'm so excited about this. Carolyn Walsh with Senior Steps is going to be here. And you know, for for many of us, we're, we're uh, empty nesters. However, we are dealing with aging parents, and Carolyn has the answers for you. For your soul block tonight, we're going to do a, a series on ego, and tonight is part one, and we'll see how much we get through, and, you know, we'll continue in the next couple of weeks because there's tons of information. And, of course, we have your social 411, where to be this coming weekend. And for your soul guidance, I have something interesting that we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about a different understanding of sin. And nobody wants, nobody's talking about this these days, but it affects our souls and it affects our spirits. And I have a very different take on it. And so stay tuned for that. And of course, for the Just Stuff Rules of Dating, we're going to talk about what's being divorced got to do with it. And of course, much, much more. So be part of the show tonight. Call in and ask Dr. Kathy, when she gets here, you can ask me questions. And of course, Carolyn, if you have questions about your aging parents, it's 781-837-4900. Tell me what's going on in your life. I want to hear from you. All right. So uh, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we have your social four one. One.
you yearn to reconnect to that sacred part of yourself in the midst of the jungles of Costa Rica? Well, Healing Vibrations Reiki and Sound Healing of Plymouth, Massachusetts is offering a unique nature consciousness retreat in the lush rainforest of the Osa Peninsula, Costa Rica, this February 19th to the 25th. The Osa Peninsula is one of the most biologically diverse places on the planet. It is here at the Luna Lodge, a world-renowned eco-resort, where literally comfort meets the wild, where you will commune with the essence of your spirit and inflame the wisdom of your heart. Lori Fitzpatrick, a spiritual healer, and her partner, Michael Balonis, an avid naturalist and nutritional practitioner, will guide you on a daily practice of yoga, meditation, earth communion, and healthy eating. If this message speaks to your heart, you can call Lori at 508-360-6316 or email her at heal at sacredcrossing.com. Who doesn't love lingerie? I'm Steph Palermo, and I like to feel beautiful. I know you do, too. My good friend Maria Paola is the founder and CEO of the Women of Boston Lingerie. At the Women of Boston Lingerie, they have a mission to help every woman feel beautiful and sexy no matter what shape, size, or age. They offer private, full-service styling with bra sizing and boudoir photography right in their studio in Newton, Massachusetts. Check them out online at the Women of Boston Lingerie at www.thewomenofboston.com or give Maria a call at 617 617- Nine five three four six four seven. You know, Just Steph is all about living your best life, and feeling beautiful is definitely part of it. So check out the Women of Boston lingerie and tell them Just Steph sent you. This is Maria from the Women of Boston lingerie, and you are listening to the Just Steph Show. Thank you, Maria. Love you. Okay, your social four one one is sponsored by Good Robe and Co where their mission is to change women's lives by helping them to create timeless, effortless wardrobes that they can thrive in. Looking good has never been so easy. Shop today at goodrobeandco.com. Living happens during leisure. That's where the body is refreshed, the heart is moved, the spirit is lifted, and the mind expanded. You wanted to know where to go this weekend, and you've been waiting for your social 411. So I hope everybody had a great weekend. You know, I think it's kind of hard in uh, January. Everybody is sort of hunkering down and hibernating. But uh, we had a great weekend this weekend. I want to tell you, I I was in Plymouth this weekend, and I am amazed. I want to tell you this because everybody needs to go and hang out in Plymouth. When I left Atlanta, I thought, oh, my gosh, there'll never be a place like Atlanta for social. I came home for a lot of good reasons, but the social life is amazing in Atlanta. And I thought, okay, I'm never going to get this. Piano bars and music. You didn't just go out to eat and go home. Well, I spent Saturday night in Plymouth and they have amazing venues. We ate at Martini's 
and the food was fabulous. The owner was the host and was very hospitable. He was kind and he, you know, he sat us down and talked to us a little bit. Really phenomenal. And they also had some live music and it was awesome. Awesome. So great. After dinner, after we were ready to move along, we moved up the block to the New World Tavern where that 80s band was. They were phenomenal. It's way in the back, and uh, they have a room in the back, and the the music is great. It's a great venue, and it's just amazing for to have places for Second Life. Is, and that's really what I'm talking about because we know in Boston there's, there's tons of nightclubs and, and bars for college students and the 21-year-olds and, and uh, younger people, but we're always looking for some place – that's welcoming to the over 45, over 50 crowd. And I will tell you that Plymouth is a great place to go. So here's what else is going on this coming weekend. Let me get started. First of all, I'm on a, on a rant about Plymouth. The Scorpion Bar at the Seaport has Tony Clark on Friday from 9 to 2 a.m. Now, this Scorpion Bar looks phenomenal. And I listened to some of Tony's music. He's awesome. Really great music. Uh, Hennessy's on Union Street. Now, this is really interesting. Saturday, on Saturday night, this is uh, Hennessy's on Union Street. Saturday night, the 21st, at 9.30 p.m., Whiskey Princess. Now, they're a South Shore band, and they play all the fun covers from the 80s till today. I listened to some of their music. They were great. They sang Love Shack and all that. It's really great. So right in Boston. Now, in the North End, this is... This place has been here for 20 years. I, I've seen it, but I've never been, and I'm always in the North End. It's Saturday on the 21st. Is main state, it's main stage show by the Improv Asylum. It's, 7, it's at 7.30 p.m. It's, on two, it's at 216 Hanover Street in Boston. And they say for over 20 years, audiences have gone crazy for Improv Asylum's blend of improv and sketch comedy. In this 90-minute performance... Their main stage cast takes to the stage to create fast-paced, hilarious improv scenes inspired by audience suggestions and blend those with hilarious topical sketches similar to what you'd see on Saturday Night Live. And they say to come find out what they've been repeatedly named as uh, why they've been repeatedly named as Boston's best comedy. So if you go into the North End to eat, what or maybe you go there first and then go get something late, whatever it is. Give them a try. I definitely am going to do that. In Cohasset, this is interesting. It's country night at the cave at the Red Lion Inn, and it's 8 o'clock. It's a $15 cover at the door. The the Jake Ash Band and Rebecca Carter Burke are playing, and it's and it's and blame the whiskey. Yeah, blame the whiskey. That's what I'm doing. We always get to blame the whiskey. Okay, in Hanover. Now, this is hosted by the Norwell Women's Club, but men and women can do this, and it's a pickleball tournament on Sunday, the 22nd. The registration is $30 per team, $10 per spectator, and you can Google the Norwell, Norwell Women's Club for all the information, and it's $30, $10. It's not that much money, and it's at, listen to this, it's at Pickles in Hanover. That's interesting. So you can go play pickleball at Pickles. 
At the C Note in Hull on Saturday night, it's a Grateful Dead cover band, Fanario, and it's at 8 p.m. Here we go. In Plymouth at the G Club, it's sports all weekend long with raffles. And this is how you win your raffles. You simply show up wearing your local team gear and receive a raffle ticket. And each Sunday night, winners will be drawn for prizes, including stereo equipment, outdoor sports gear, and games, gift cards, swag bags, brewery passes, and more. And there's over 30 televisions around the pub to watch all of your teams. They have live bands starting at 9 p.m. and no cover charge. At the New World Tavern this week, we have... Okay, let me tell you, they have so much. They have something every every night. Wednesday night is trivia. Thursday night is total strangers. Friday early on for happy hour is Jeff Hillard and old old rattle bones sounds like me. Nine and that's from nine to twelve. Saturday night the road back home. John DeBellis and the Brothers Project. Every Sunday they have fly down from three to six p.m. And they have breakfast from 8 to 12. In Quincy, oh, this is a great thing. There's a fundraiser for Fontbon Academy at the Sons of Italy. Say hi to Marie. And tell her just stuff sent you. And they're raising funds in it. They're having, uh, oh, my gosh. What are we doing? What are they doing? It's trivia. <laughs> I couldn't remember. I was having a senior moment. There you go. Call Shady Pines. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's $40 per person. There's games at 8 o'clock, drinks and appetizers. And if you head to Quincy later on, head to Pete, uh, Pete's Grill. Say hi to Pete and David. And uh, this Saturday from 2 to 4 p.m. in Quincy at Capella Yoga and Wellness is a two-hour retreat. They're doing sound bath, meditations, wellness Q&A. If you're looking for something healthier to do in Weymouth, we have Precinct 10 and Friday and Saturday night dancing. And of course, the next page cafe is in in Weymouth as well. And if you have a fun event at your biz, email me at steph at juststeph.com. Okay. We're going to move right along into the soul block because I have a lot of Stuff to go to go over. So much of Hoggins people. If you couldn't arrive, come right now. Okay, I want to talk about ego, and ego is one of those things that I sometimes have a hard time wrapping my head around, no pun intended. But the ego is our self-esteem, it's our self-confidence, it's our sense of personal identity, and it's made up of our beliefs about our strengths, our talents, and our abilities. Ego is the engine behind the pursuit of success and our drive to be better. But there is a downfall when it comes to ego. It gets in the way of personal growth and development. It seeks to protect us from doing things that are new. An unhealthy ego is built on core beliefs that are based in fear. So there's no room for fear in our lives. Fear is not of God, not of the the universe. It's somewhere else. But a healthy ego is built on core beliefs that are based in love. Here are a few things that an unhealthy ego does. Feels not good enough. 
uses anger to control other people, uses substances to comfort, avoid, numb, escape, or distract from uncomfortable feelings. It's reactive, dramatic, defensive, or easily triggered. See, all of this comes from beliefs that don't serve us about what's going on. And we and when things happen in our lives and we have a negative reaction to it, that's our ego, you know, raising its hand saying, stop, stop the presses, stop, we're not doing this. And you get sort of sucked back into old ways of doing things, the old reactions. No matter how hard you try, this happens in, you know, you peel away the onion and you get closer and closer. And however, there will always be little things that come up that raise our little, you know, that antenna, that ego antenna. It often feels overwhelmed by emotions, expects perfection, personalizes what others say and do. See, that's one of the four agreements that Don Miguel Ruiz talks about. Never take anything personally. Even if somebody says something to you that seems so personal, like, okay, you're really stupid and ugly and and they're saying it right to your face, you have to understand you can't take that personally. People say, oh, it is personal. No, it's not. It's their view. It's theirs. It's their opinion and that's none of your business. It doesn't matter what other people think, especially when it comes from a negative place or a place of trying to break you down and pull you down. An unhealthy ego uses blame, avoidance, criticism, or denial to deal with difficult situations. It feels a sense of entitlement or grandiosity. See, it's it's false humility, and it's also a false sense of elevating ourselves. True humility is knowing who we are and who we are before God or the divine, the spirit. Understanding our gifts and understanding our limitations. Socrates says, wisdom is knowing we can't know it all. And wise people will say those things. Well, I, you know, I'm always growing. I'm always learning. An unhealthy ego is unable to demonstrate compassion or understanding towards people who hold different opinions or beliefs. Ooh, that's interesting. An unhealthy unhealthy ego feels a sense of competition with others, feels jealous or judgmental of other people's successes, avoids making apologies and taking responsibility. The unhealthy ego needs to be right and feel superior. It's chameleon-like, changing to fit in or fulfill a role. These are the masks we wear to protect ourselves. An unhealthy ego may wear some of these masks or all of them. And there's different personalities under uh, an an unhealthy ego. And I'm going to go over as many as I can in my time frame. And then we're going to continue next week with the ego because it's really important that we understand. And sometimes I, I... I almost can't grasp it, and then I, I get it, it goes in and out. So the ego is, is it's good in the sense that it helps drive us forward, but it also is that little girl or little boy that was hurt and damaged by whatever experiences, and therefore what comes up when 
you are faced with challenges, a lot of times it are it's you you have reactions that mimic or evolve are are evolved from being that little girl or boy and what happened to you when you were younger. So the first one is the procrastinator. This is interesting. The symptoms are you're afraid to commit and make decisions, dragging things out forever. Here are the underli- some of the underlying thoughts. These are just suggestions. Before I can do this, I need to first wait until that happens. So if you are thinking about engaging in extreme self-care, and some, a lot of times we say, well, when the kids go back to college or when they go off to college, I can take care of myself. Well, what kind of an example is that to your kids if you're not taking care of yourself right now? Here's the impact on your personal growth with this with the procrastinator. They tell you, you know, when somebody tells me or says they have to wait, this is usually an excuse to not get into action now. If you follow up, if if you ask a little later on when the kids go off to college, did you do this? They often say no. And this is a way to sabotage sabotage progress and as there is no action happening. Remember, when it comes to manifesting our desires, we think, we feel, we believe, and then we act, we we act, we it's inspired action. We do have to move forward. And then we have the second one is the pessimist. I love this. The people that are it's always negative. They're not convinced that an effort leads to a desired outcome. And they like to play the victim role. They always have things like, God, this isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. It's never going to work. It's going to be bad. That goes so against my year, my theme this year. My life is fun and easy. Being around pessimists can really drag you down. They always find reasons why some something is not going to work for work for them and then are convinced that it, it's true. They are not inquiring deeper and investigating this thought whether this is absolutely a hundred or 100% absolutely or 100% true. Instead, they like to play the role of the victim and will find more excuses why the world is a bad place and other people seem to have all the luck. I hear this all the time. People are terrible. People are me- people are awful. And they use some other verbiage. And, you know, in life, it's terrible. Life sucks. Then you die. That is what you believe is. That's what your life will be. And if you, and I know that when I'm around pessimistic people, I'm very sensitive to it because I surround my, I try to keep very positively and it's, I can't take it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I hear that negative and, and it's, it's like, no, no, no. You're putting that, remember, it's the words you cast spelling it casts spells when you say these things it is it's what in it's what you believe what you believe is so i think next week i'll continue on with some of this with the ego because i think there's so much here and i want to talk about down the road uh what a healthy ego really looks like and how we can and give ideas and thoughts as to how we can work through these 
beliefs that don't serve us. So we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we have Carolyn Walsh of Senior Steps. My girl is rocking that billabong bikini like she's sponsored. Asking me if I can rub that copper tone on her. Got a couple bucks, but I'm spending them like they pay. So it's mighty motel six and but it feels like Turks and Caicos. Put a little liquor in my coconut water. Party all day like you at your alma mater. Put a little liquor in my coconut water. Lots of starting nothing cause it's always getting hotter. Singing hey. Playing all my jams in my Walgreens beach chair, working on my tan. Feels like it's Jamaica and I'm sipping on some red stripe. But I'm in Decatur, baby, crushing on that. Getting healthy and feeling your best part of your 2023 goals? Me too. There are so many options out there and it can be very confusing. Look no further. Moi Health and Wellness is your go-to for your semaglutide, which is all the buzz, 
for weight loss, Botox and Dysport for those fine lines, and B12 with Lipolean injections for extra energy and fat burning, and so much more. Semaglutide has proven success, resulting in 5 to 15% weight reduction with weekly injections. Start with a friend and you each save $100 off the 10-week program. At More Health and Wellness, you will be expertly cared for by a nurse practitioner who will guide you every step of the way, provide excellent care, and treat you like family. And you know I'm all about family. For more information and for other current promotions, give them a call at 781-206-7631 or online at moihealthandwellness.com. That's M-O-I-H-E-A-L-T-H-A-N-D. W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S dot com. Okay, we are back with our first featured biz. And uh, help me to welcome Carolyn Walsh of Senior Steps is here uh, and located in Hingham, Mass. It's, it's a full-service geriatric care management company with the mission of bringing a unique sense of appreciation for each season of life and a positive outlook on aging to its clients on the South Shore and beyond. They provide guidance, advocacy, education, and coaching to secure the very best medical and home care for our, their clients. With a background in both education and nursing, they built a, a team of personal and professional support unique to each client in living life where and how they wish. There's many services, and we're, I'm going to let Carolyn get into the services, so I, I don't want to read this because I want to give you a chance to to chat about what you do and uh, and give you all the time that you need. Welcome to the show, Carolyn. Thanks for having me, Steph. I'm glad to be here. I know. I'm so. This is so important because if a lot, many of us who are empty nesters, we find ourselves the kids are gone, but the parents are now needing extra help. Yes. So yeah. So tell us what you know. Describe what geriatric care management is. Yeah. So we struggle with describing what it is because it's so all encompassing. You know, any aspect of help that families or individuals need as they age, we jump in and help out with. Um, so the best way to describe us really is to think of geriatric care management or an aging life care professional as um, sort of a, as a general contractor. So right. if you look at building a house, you look at all the different elements. There's the foundation, there's the framing, mm-hmm. the electrical, the plumbing. So with, with our practice, we really focus on uh, primarily the medical. That's what we lead with. Like, What are the medical needs? What's the medical situation and the, the physical overall well-being um, or um, decline of individuals? And we start there. And then we, then we sort of go out at every other aspect, which really looks at everything from residential to financial to legal um, to support services that are in place, um, working with the medical team, with their care providers, and building teams of of among the care providers who usually don't talk to each other, we get them all talking to each other mm-hmm. so that people can have a more comprehensive sense of care and well-being. So it's it's really all-encompassing. So help me understand. So you're like a consultant. We We do work as a consultant, but we also are true boots on the ground. So, you know, say you came to us, Steph, and you were working with your parents and you were just overwhelmed and you just you just couldn't keep track of it. You have your own life, you have your radio show, you have yeah. your kids, you have your interests, mm-hmm. and you're just you, you you have no freedom anymore. And not only do you not have a sense of freedom, but you have an overwhelming sense of frustration that you 
you can't help your parents in the best way possible. You don't know the systems. You don't know the questions to ask. Um, so rather than try to reinvent the wheel and get more frustrated, you can bring on care management. And with, with our practice, senior steps, we have a team of people, and we can step in and we can manage all of those different aspects that the family has been managing, whether it's, you know, going and making sure the trash is taken out and the medica- medication oh. cassette is filled and the doctor's appointments are, uh, you know, on the calendar and they're getting to the doctor's appointments and the prescriptions are refilled and the VNA is coming in when they say they come in. All those mm-hmm. different things that you worry about while you're trying to manage the whole rest of your life, we take that on. And then that lets you be the daughter. Right. And it lets your mother be your mother. So it, it reestablishes your relationship as mother and daughter, and you get out of the way as the caregiver, which is, you know, the the individuals that need the help, in our case, the, the older people that need our help, you know, they're they need the help but but the people who often need even more help are the family the members caregivers. because they're yeah. so inundated and overwhelmed that often they're compromised with their own health and their own stress levels so we step in and we we are the real people doing the real work for you i love that that you know it just it, and i'm sure you work together with with the family so that you know maybe they want to do something and yeah, then absolutely. you you know you absolutely you can do this you know, we we need you a few days a week to do this. Right. But we want to jump in on the weekend. So what we do, um, you know, we identify what all of the needs are, both immediately, and then we project into the future so we can anticipate um, what types of support is going to need to come into place. Do you help but with housing? We do. We help. So we do like help senior housing or we do assisted living. Yes, we help um, elders. You know who who. It's no longer appropriate for them to be living in their home. We will help them find either senior housing in the community. We'll help them on board with some of the subsidized programs that will also offer housing. But we'll also help them determine the best assisted living uh, communities for them. And if there are modifications in the home, we can help them with that too. We, we So we, we just figure all of those pieces out. I love that. Okay. So what, uh, tell us about Senior Steps. How did it get started? So that's a great question. So I became a nurse later in life, Um, not so late, but middle age. And I started working right away with seniors. And um, when I was working in the clinical environment and I was working in subacute with dementia, with orthopedic, with all of these different elements, and oftentimes I was part of the discharge team sending people home. And mm-hmm. we sent them home with a bag of medications and with a VNA order, and they thought they were good to go. And oftentimes we would see the same people coming back to us. And I realized that the, oftentimes these people were either going home with the families believing that they were all set with care because they were going to have the VNA coming in. That's a real misconception. VNAs are wonderful, and they serve a very tremendous and powerful role in people's lives, but they are not caregivers. They come in, they do a service, and they're in and out in an hour, Mm -hmm. two to three times a week if you're fortunate. So you have all this other time where people aren't providing, aren't getting that support that they need, and families are overwhelmed. And so, and, and some of them were discharging home alone, 
thinking that they had all the oh support in place. Who was going to go to the grocery store? Who was going to pick up their medications at the pharmacy? Who was going to help them with all of these things they needed help with? And so I decided to also pursue working in the community in home care. And, and that was great because I could have more participation and oversight. But within each of those entities, you're very limited as to what you can do. You know, your your role in the as a clinical nurse is defined within that environment. And in home care, as wonderful as it is, and we work with home care companies all the time, and they do a fabulous job, uh, but they're limited. They can't be calling the doctor. They can't be coordinating care. They can't coordinate all these other services um, and really work as an advocate on behalf of their clients. So I wanted to be able to jump the lanes, to straddle all the lanes of the entire mm-hmm. industry. And that's what geriatric care management really is, is we get to get in there and we get to get into the nooks and crannies and really stabilize people's lives and help them live the way they want to as long as it's safe. That's fabulous. Uh, is this covered by insurance? Uh, it's covered by long-term care insurance. So many people oh. have long-term care um, and your those policies will um, will cover care management, and then people who don't have um, insurance, it is private pay, so it's not covered by Medicare, it's not covered by any of the Advantage plans mm-hmm. or anything like that. But what we do find when people say, uh, you know, oh, that's so expensive, you know, it's costly to pay for anything privately. But what we find time and time again with our clients is that. When they onboard us and we're offering them care management, we tend to save them boatloads of money in the long run. We really help them get things organized because when you're trying to invent the wheel on your own, you're going to be spending an awful lot of money trying to get the right fit. And we expedite that. So we, we... Immediately, we start working at ways to consolidate the financial resources and and get things used in the most efficient way. Tell me if I'm wrong. It it sounds like what you're doing is uh, helping to them to live happier, long you know, a little bit longer on their own, and that may in itself may save money because they're not going to a nursing home because right away, right? Because you have everything sort of organized and set up for them, right? Right. That's so that's true. that's a big savings. It is a big savings. And sometimes, you know, families are and, and people have to be mindful of their financial resources for sure. But what we point out to them uh, is, you know, when you when you actually onboard care management and then you we bring on other types of support, you know, even working in home care, I can speak to this directly, that when you onboard care you are actually enhancing somebody's independence and keeping them at home for right. longer, safe, more safely. And, you know, even two days a week can make a huge difference in the long term for people. So, you know, there's though it may seem daunting, the financial cost of it, we spell out for people how that really looks and what they're actually going to save in the long run. And we do that, you know, we, we offer a, an initial consult complimentary. So we'll talk to people for half an hour. Um, and give them everything we can and help them really discern, are our services something that they want to invest in? And if not, then we'll get them pointed in the right direction. So can you give an example how Senior Steps made a difference in someone's life? Yes, I like to. um, We have several examples, but I'll give you my favorite. And that is um, our client that we've had for over five years now. And um, she's like 
part of the family. And she was an elderly woman who had no family, no relatives, um, and she lived alone. And she lived alone with her cat, uh, and then her cat passed away. So she really fell into a deep depression, and she struggles with depression anyway. And about four years ago, um, due to some circumstances, she had some, some imminent health situations that needed to be addressed. And we were able to transition her to an assisted living community. Now, this is a person who did not, she wasn't social. She didn't really, she had a few friends from childhood, but she she didn't talk to the neighbors. She was kind of a scary person in the mm, neighborhood because right. she, she'd come out in a long trench coat. And, right. and we moved her into the assisted living community, and she's now the cornhole champion of the community. How so cute is that? She's, she's very much a part of the community and brings a lot of joy to That's everybody. Nice. Yeah, it was, That's it's nice. really a great story. So... How how can people find you? So you can look us up on the web, um, seniorsteps.org. That's our website. Or you can call us. Our business number is 617-405-8796. Um, and we're, we're always happy to talk to people. And, you know, even if you think this isn't something for me, but I just want a little bit of advice, we're more than happy to talk to people. Well, I'm thrilled that you were here. I, it's such a, a big deal for us for us as second lifers taking care of our yes. our, it, our yes, uh, it, aging it parents is. so will you come back yes i'd love course. to have you back so thank you so much for being here carol thank you Walsh, for having me senior steps it was great and if you're ready to get your biz in front of over 100k peeps email me at steph at just next hour we have dr kathy's in the house and so much more we'll see you in a bit Hey, boss, and how you doing? Chris Cerrone here, better known as the Kid Henry from Goodfellas. And if you didn't know, one of my great friends here in Boston is Just Steph, as in the Just Steph Show. Make sure you tune in every Monday night, or I'll come looking for you. Thanks, Chris. <laughs> All right, so before I get into this, the... The soul reading. I want. I'm so excited. Dr. Kathy's here, and uh, Dr. Kathy, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. The back. official breast surgeon of the Just Steph <laughs> Show. We're all going to get. Happy New bre- Year. We're getting breast exams later. So- <laughs> <laughs> you too, Larry. To a healthy 2020. Yes, I know. I know. So exciting. So this week's soul reading is brought to you by Symmetry Organizing. Marge Mahoney offers clients a fresh start in their homes by cleaning out and organizing closets, basements, attics, and more. Marge stays, stages homes to sell and helps to organize your belongings before and after relocating. Contact Marge at 617-721-7179 or at symmetryorganizing.com. Your soul is restless until you're living in your purpose. And here is this week's Soul Guidance. There's only one way to So I'm going to have Dr. Kathy uh, pull a divine energy card. All right. They're all shuffled and sprayed with the holy water. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Okay. Read it. Go ahead. Read it. Okay. Think things through. I think we've had this before. There must be a lot of uh, people who are... um, you know when you thinkers? No, no, not so much thinkers, <laughs> but where uh, you you don't think about it, so you got to think things through. You're you just I can't impulsive. remember impulsive. There, there you go. Mm-hmm. Thank God for Dr. Kathy. <laughs> She's saving the show. <laughs> All right, so you know today I want to talk to you about, and maybe Dr. Kathy can 
can uh, pipe in here. I want to talk. This is a little different. I was meditating. And when I meditate and I ask, I ask, what do you want me to know today? Or what do you want them to know today? And I sort of channel through my writing. And I was writing about uh, feeling good because that's my goal for um, for for this year. Every day, getting up and feeling good. That's the goal. There's no resolutions. There's just... It's a choice. It's a choice. Every day, feeling good in my body, mind, heart, and soul. And I thought about when we don't love ourselves enough and we don't uh, love the people around us or our lives and how that is such an insult to the divine Mm -hmm. because we have this beautiful life it's a gift. It's uh, every yeah. bit of it is a gift, mm-hmm. and I think and and you and you would know that you see people sick sick yeah. people sometimes, and yeah. and and they're grasping for life. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing too how many times um, a difficult situation brings light, pun intended. Correct. Um, you know, really brings light to their life and what's important, what they value, what they need to change. It's eye-opening. And I've, I've heard patients say to me so many times, you know, I never thought that something as difficult as a cancer diagnosis would actually be a beneficial thing in my life. That's make, It's making, uh, you know, something beautiful out of, mm-hmm. you know, pain and suffering. And, you know, in Latin, the word sign, S-I-N-E, means without so sin, I was looking at it with, you know, looking at sin and how close that is. And for me, I, in this meditation, not loving who I am and all that it entails, respecting me, my body, etc., not loving others and all that it entails, respecting th- them and their feelings, where they are in their bodies, not loving the world, not loving the lives that we have chosen, and with the actions and, and living that out, not loving all of that through our actions, thoughts, and feelings, that's being, that's sin. Mm-hmm. That's what sin is. It's without. Well, like you said earlier in the show, as I was listening, driving here, um, you know, it's so, they, there was one part in the show, inaction. You're making a choice when you're not doing anything. Correct. So inaction is actually action. Correct. And we have this, you know, different ideas of sin. Oh, I did this. I stole. I I hurt somebody. I lied. I cheated. Mm -hmm. I I lied. I did. I did. You know, whatever. And those are, I think, are just symptoms of a deeper sin, which is lack of love. Mm Mm-hmm. Agree. And that's the sin. Mm-hmm. And it's it's the, you know, the actions that follow are what we're calling sin. Those are the symptoms of a loveless existence, whether we're not loving ourselves. Or others. Or others, or the world, our environment. That is without sign. And interestingly enough, in Spanish, as you're saying that, sin, which is spelled the same way, means without as well. See that? Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, language is, it teaches us a lesson. See, God is infinite love. And when we, we are without love, we're without God. 
and that's the sin. Mm-hmm. Our sin doesn't change God. God is our, our the infinite mm-hmm. spirit. Whatever you call it. Whatever yes. you want to call it. Yeah. it. Our sin, our lack of love, it might be, I would say, disappointing because imagine when your kids, you know, on Christmas Day, you have all these gifts for these kids and then they open and they go, I didn't get that one. I didn't get what I asked for. Oh, we have those conversations this Christmas. And you go, why aren't you appreciate? Why aren't you loving your life? Why aren't you loving what you have? Mm-hmm. And we see this with in, and we have to look at that kind of parenthood, that role as a parent, as what God or Spirit is to us. And we hear a lot of these stories. If you're familiar with Scripture, when the prodigal son came home, oh my gosh, the older son was mad, and he was like, "I've been with you this whole time," and and how and it, how did the dad ex- or and the father, Henry? Yeah. Henri Nouwen wrote the book, The Prodigal Son. He was he was contemplating on who who painted it. Was it Rembrandt? Somebody painted. I think it was Rembrandt. Rembrandt painted the the Prodigal Son. I believe so. Don't and he was he was he was <laughs> contemplating this. He was looking at it, and what he said in this book was that God it would never cross God's mind that we would be mad when our brother is redeemed. Great point. So it's like, and, and it's that parable where people are mad, where uh, where the the um, boss on the job gives a certain salary when they show up at six in the morning, and then when they show up noon, he gives the same salary, and when they they get the same reward, even if they show up five minutes before before the end of the day, and everybody is mad instead of being joyful that the other person got the uh, got the same mm-hmm. uh, reward the gift the same gift which is eternal which, life which is which love. is which is like love said, love is and love, eternal right? life and that's that's being loveless is when we don't we, when we can't be happy for the for other person else. for some that's when we're not loving them yeah. and then we're not even loving ourselves in that moment mm-hmm. so I hope that's, you know, it's a very different approach to sin because if we look at it in that, those terms, we, everyone gets mad. Oh, they, I don't want to be told what to do. This is not what this is about. This is about ourselves and our lives and lacking love and lacking that appreciation and respect for ourselves, the people around us, our environment. You know, um, my, when I used to travel with my ex-husband, he was so disrespectful of the of the of the hotel room. Like he would just throw his mm. stuff everywhere. And I was and it I, I thought just because you pay for something doesn't mean you should disrespect it. And I was embarrassed when the when the cleaning cleaning staff. people would come in because I was always picking my you know, I, I would keep and I just thought just that in itself is so disrespectful. It's a lack of Love, love and respect, and respect. for your environment. Mm-hmm. And I think God looks at that. I think it's... How can he not? How can it, he? It's I saying, had that conversation yesterday with my daughters. Like, what did you, you say? We were talking about renting. You rent a home. You rent a vacation home. And I know someone who says, well, it's just a rental. It doesn't matter. 
you treat it with more love and respect than you do your own home. And this is what I'm trying to teach my daughters too. That's just showing love. And one of my best friends always says, you know, God is love. What is love? God is love. I love that because when you respect yourself, you respect your environment. I talk about this in my book, by the way, my whole chapter on respect. I've a, and I talk about this because it's so important. It shows your love. And and from respect flows a, a lot of other virtues, uh, love, love of neighbor, yeah. you know, uh, so many. And it's part generosity, of generosity. Joy. I mean, yes. the list goes on and on, especially with what I do with my work. Caring and showing love to others is the essence of what I do. And it's such when I when patients thank me or family members thank me, I always say it's an honor. And I mean that sincerely. But that's how you care for others. That's how you show love to others. I love it. Thank you. Well, and one quick tip. Uh, if Until you see that you are worthy of this love, then you will have a hard time. You will stay without. Mm-hmm. You'll be without. And that's the sin. Not knowing that you're worthy of this love, all of this love, and loving yourself and being lovable and loving. So it's all about the love. And, you know, (laughs) know, Valentine's Day is coming up. So if you want a soul ring reading or if you want help figuring out how to love yourself and love your world, email me at steph at juststeph.com and call us. Call me. Yeah, call uh, if you have a question for Dr. Kathy or for me, you have a comment, please call us at 781-837-4900. So, Dr. Kathy, do you know about blue zones? No. Teach me. Oh my gosh. Teach I me. love this. I like learning new things. So, here blue zones, there are four in the world and they are are the areas where life expectancy is much longer than average. The, the average. Hmm. And uh, and so they have, these blue zones have some of these same things in common. They have common diet, diet and lifestyle factors that contribute to health and longevity. longevity. And they, uh, so let me, here's, here's some of the- Do you know the, the four spots? Yeah, I, I we, okay, so- Okay, Sardinia. I was going to say, one has to be in Italy. <laughs> Sardinia. Because um, I was looking at it in, in comparing it to Sicily. Mm-hmm. And the life expectancy in Sicily compared to Sardinia is like just slightly a lower. Or less. Like a little bit. A little bit. And it's all averages. So Sardinia, Okinawa, huh? Japan, a place in Costa Rica, and I can't remember exactly where, and... It's California. It's in California. Oh, my gosh. I can't remember. It'll come to me. North, but, central, no, it's, south? I can't remember. I'll have to um, I'll have to look it up. Hey, J- maybe Jimmy can uh, Google it and, uh, and tell us what the four areas are. Four blue zones. Okay, here's what they, they do. And here's – there's – they're they're similar in diet. Uh, it, it's it's the diet, but they're similar in uh, hospitality, mm-hmm. community, family. I'm going to go over this. So they moderate or regular physical activity. 
This is not going to the gym. They're moving. Yeah. They're moving all the time. So they walk in the town. Being active. They're active. Yeah. They're just not exercising, just right. being active. They're just moving. Got it. Yeah, every you know, so they uh they don't necessarily go to the gym. It just consists of daily moving. And you know, when I'm in Sicily, my life is is simpler. There's no dryer. So I'm washing the clothes, I'm hanging them out, my underwear around the street on the rack. <laughs> and you and I have no dishwasher and so there's more activity activity yeah. just just moving up more i mean by the time i sit down to work i said oh my gosh no wonder why nobody does anything here you know because i'm always i'm trying to get the sweeping the front you know uh, being active right you're just active they have a life this is number two having a life's purpose and they uh, uh whatever you want to call it so the okinawans call it ikijai and what if I'm I don't know if I said it right. Whatever you want to call it, knowing why you're waking up every morning makes blue zoners happier, healthier, and adds years to their lives. Having a sense of purpose. That's right. And so I noticed in Sicily, they the you know if you go to a restaurant or if you go to uh, a a ceramic place, they want to share their their craft with you Mm -hmm. they love they want they they're there if you go to the coffee bar they're making their coffee just perfect for you just the way you like it the little hearts in the middle oh my gosh i love it (laughs) i love it so yeah so it's it's they want to share their purpose it's purpose-driven work but even aside from that if they're stay-at-home moms or whatever they have a purpose every day Mm -hmm. and uh and and so and they're happy about it they're not miserable in that purpose. I know in, in Sicily, they must much rather sit around and have coffee with their friends than get a second job. <laughs> so they're not trying to kill it. They, they have a re- reduced stress. Uh, it says, Sardinians have happy hour with friends. Oh, Loma Linda. It's Loma Linda, Loma Linda, Cal- Loma okay. Linda California. They're Adventists. They they pray, and I- Icarians, uh, that's, Icarians take daily naps. The, we know we have siesta in Sicily. So it's reduced stress. Okay. I know my friend Ciccio's here from Sicily, and he's like, and he says to me, what and he said it in Italian. It, so it sounds funnier to me in Italian, but he said, oh, I really miss my Sicilian rest a lot. <laughs> it, it sounds better in Sicilian. It really does. But, you know, so he misses his his uh, siesta. his siesta. Uh, moderate caloric intake. So not only what they eat is important, but how much people eat in blue zones is equally important. So it's not really what they eat. You know, they eat pasta. Yeah. They eat all that. It's the amount. It's the amount. They just, And they stop when they're full. And oh my gosh. they just not gluttonous. That's important. It's funny. When I see patients even, part of my, you know, health and wellness, the wellness piece, mm-hmm. I actually talk to patients about what what are healthy eating habits. I love food. Right. I'm a foodie. I love dessert, too. But then going over what does a plate for breakfast, lunch, snack, dinner look like, a diagram. I go through these things with patients, water intake. All of that stuff is important. So you never want to feel like you're being robbed of things um but like you said it's just the amount and as americans in general we we over- overindulge in everything 
in everything. We're consumers. Yes. So here's a great one. So you don't feel bad about this one. Moderate alcohol intake, especially wine. So they have one to two glasses of red wine a day. Mm -hmm. So that's a European thing. Yeah, that's. A couple of glasses, a couple of drinks a day, that's that's moderate. Uh, it says it's common practice in the Sardinian and Icarian blue zones. Doing so may help prevent heart disease, lower blood pressure, lower blood sugar, and improve sleep. So a couple of glasses of wine. Especially the red wine. It's the resveratrol. That's you know, right. It's really important. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and when you drink the wine in Sicily, there's none of those sulfites. Preservatives. Yeah, there's no preservatives. And I think that and I, I, I just get so mad about American stuff because they, they it's just loaded with stuff. Bad stuff. It's you mean. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I, I I mean I use a lot of I eat a lot of fresh vegetables. I cook all fresh vegetables. Mm-hmm. Uh because I don't I don't eat processed, you know, like hamburger helper and stuff. The the less processed food we eat, the better. Yeah. Absolutely. It's our body stuff ha- in it. Yeah. Yep. So again, healthy 2023. They're keeping us sick, people. Okay. So <laughs> that's a conspiracy theory. They want us sick. Okay. Regular engagement in religion or some sort of spirituality. So this is important because there's that connection to the divine that we talk about every week on the Just Stuff show because there is something bigger than ourselves there, you know, that contributes to that purpose. And gives us, you know, that we don't want to be without. It's a connection. It's that connection to something greater than ourselves, which also connects us to others. Yes. Regular engagement in family life. So they have a lot of times the grandparents in these countries live with them. They live together. I know in Sicily, a lot of families have like compounds. They have little houses on the land and they all live there. And I said to Chichi, I go, why do you want to live with your mother? He goes, my sisters don't want me to live alone. Why? <laughs> they don't want me to eat alone. Why would I live alone? No. I don't know if you know that I'm Polish. Did I ever tell you y- Yes. Yes. So same. Like it, family is very central. Yes. Right? To our culture. So being together and getting together all the time, my husband's not accustomed to that right but it's really important again it's that connectivity the love it comes back to love i love it i love i love family stuff (laughs) i you know one of my cousins the kids got married back in december and oh my gosh it was so much fun just being with my family i love it yeah so uh yeah and the last one is regular engagement in social life now i know in sicily they're always walking to the piazza everything's going on in the piazza and the piazza's bustling it's fun i see people when i when i go there it's like hey stuffy it's so much fun and here's what happens too and i have younger friends in sicily so younger than my age and they all when i invite them to my home for dinner nobody says oh i gotta go tick tock tick tock that's my sister does she walks in the door and she goes i can't stay long as soon as she walks in the door She's busy. And I say, oh, my gosh, where are you going? But they stay and they talk and they relax. And there's no over-imbibing. There's no overeating. It's just enjoyment. It's enjoyment. It's bonding. And it's it's creating uh, and building relationships. And that's what's important here. And we need to remember in these blue zones – they live this life, and we can, if we try, to adopt some of these habits, ha- practices, habits, practices yeah. do this in your... I mean, I think we should all be uh, 
taking naps anyway. <laughs> I think it's great. So, all right, we're going to take a short break. And when we, we come back, we have Dr. Kathy and Getting Healthy. So, and the Just Stuff Rules of Dating. <laughs> Greetings, loved ones. Let's take a journey.
Just Steph fans, are you like me? You love nice clothes, want to look and feel great in those clothes, but you do not have time to go to the mall or dig around the stores for an outfit? Do you want to go from the office to operate work cocktails without needing to run home and change? And are you ready to love your wardrobe again? Then meet Good Robe & Co. Their mission is to change women's lives by helping them to create timeless, effortless wardrobes that they can thrive in. They understand how frustrating it can be to walk into a full closet and have nothing to wear with too many random pieces that just don't work together. That's why they've built a beautiful collection of classic, essential pieces that are designed from the beginning to mix and match for endless outfit options. Looking good has never been so easy. So shop today at goodrobeandco.com. That's G-O-O-D-R-O-B-E-A-N-D-C-O.com. This is Deb Bowman, and you're listening to The Just Steph Show. Thanks, Deb. Okay, so we are back. And Dr. Kathy Calvillo, Katharina Calvillo, is a nat- nationally recognized board-certified breast cancer surgeon who trained and stayed on at, D- at Dana-Farber Cancer Institute and Harvard Medical School for 16 years prior to founding New England Breast and Wellness, a concierge breast surgery practice in Wellesley. She serves on multiple committees for the American Society of Breast Surgeons and also served as the program chair for its 22nd annual meeting, has published numerous peer-reviewed publications and presented at, at, at national and international meetings. Dr. Kathy Calvillo is listed on Boston Magazine's top doctor's list and she is the official breast surgeon of the just steph show welcome back to the show dr kathy thank you i'm so excited so great to be back yes i'm so excited you know i had my i did some um genetic thing where i it taught told me about my diet what you know of course the carbs and slow processing and all of that but i and i was thinking about you when i did that because i I thought it was going to be a little bit different like more it was not so it was more about diet what what exercise what I what works for me what doesn't which is okay mm-hmm. it's all good but I thought that Different was interesting from the genetic testing yes I do. yes yeah so I was looking for you know it had my DNA and all that stuff in that's what it was about the, mm-hmm. the whole all of that but I thought that was interesting so I thought maybe tonight you know what I want you to talk about your your practice of course but maybe we can talk about some tips for wellness yeah uh, for the upcoming year and what people uh, could maybe start uh Doing, doing, yes. doing uh, to uh, maybe ward off illness. Yes. So it's funny. Well, driving here, I was thinking wellness. You know, what does wellness mean? And when we talk or think about wellness, and to me, it's spiritual, it's emotional, it's physical. So again, your first hour and listening to you, I'm like, oh, wow, this is really jam packed. That first hour was great. But, you. you know, with the spiritual, I have to say, you know, a few years ago when I returned to my faith, what, what that did actually, which was very surprising to me and unexpected was the impact not only that it made on my family, extended family, friends, even colleagues, but the impact, the biggest impact that I saw it make was in my patients. Wow. 
which was really surprising. And I could go on and tell stories, but when patients, you know, um, whether they saw my necklace or, you know, we started discussing or with my Jewish patients, or again, I ask about patient spirituality, that's really, really important to people. So taking care of that aspect of our mm -hmm. lives. Right. However, my husband says, well, being in the ocean, you know, kiteboarding, surfing, that's his place of spirituality, whatever that is. Right. It's a really important piece. Um, obviously, the emotional as well. And that really, to me, comes down to love and taking care of ourselves, being good right. to ourselves, being kind to ourselves. And then, of course, there's the physical aspect. So... You know, patients ask me all the time, what do I do? And it's really simple, um, simple but difficult to do, which is, you know, healthy diet and exercise. What does that mean? Like you were alluding to earlier, being physically active. Mm -hmm. My grandfather passed away last year at 101. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and he lived on his own with his wife independently. And when you were speaking about remaining active, in his 90s, he was still outside hanging Christmas tree lights in the winter. Oh. Yeah. So being active is really important. But exercising, you know, at least five times a day, minimum 30. I tell patients minimum 30. You mean five times 30. a week? Sorry, five times I'm a like day. Five to, okay. I'm like, <laughs> five times a week. Yes, five times a week. At least 30 minutes, you know, each day. Diet. Again, I, I review with patients, what is a healthy diet? Lean proteins, lot, like you said, lots of fruits and vegetables. Water intake is really important. Mm -hmm. That's a big one when I talk to my patients about water intake. We all don't consume enough water. Right. I'll give one, I'll, your listeners one quick and easy tip. And they say it takes 21 days to develop a habit. So for the next 21 days... Before you eat any meal, breakfast, lunch, snack, dinner, just consume 16 ounces or two cups of water. Before that's a, that's a any, great. just that alone. You'll consume likely what you need in water. You'll eat less, you'll feel fuller, and you'll have better energy. That's, that's a, one tip. That uh, you know what? I'm going to do that. I drink a lot of water anyway, but I think if you're purposeful about it and mindful about it, mm -hmm. I think that's. You know, that's a big deal. It's hard to have sometimes a big bottle of water and you try to think of it. But even, you know, again, just before meals, two cups of water before eating anything. I love that. That's a great tip. That's mm -hmm. a, that's great. And uh, so I was going to ask you about uh, sleep. Oh, yes. Because especially at our age, well, my age, mm -hmm. anyway, people tend to complain about sleep problems. And I saw uh, uh, somebody on TikTok talking about diet, and, and they said, number one, sleep. Mm -hmm. it, it, Very important. I actually, to this day, I remember one particular lecture in medical school. It was a one-hour lecture on sleep hygiene. And the professor was talking about the importance of sleep. And at different ages, I have the conversation every single day with my daughters who even at their age, they're now 14 and 13, they're not getting enough sleep. And you can never catch up on sleep. No. People think you can catch up. Once that night, once those hours are gone, there's no getting it back. So trying to set, you know, good habits. But the, the things that, you know, our professor said to us, you should not have any TV, any electronics, no clocks where when you wake up in the middle of the night you can see the time, no electronics in the bedroom. 
That's that's a hard one. That is hard. It is a hard one. <laughs> I should do that. You know, I always like the clock. I'd like to know what time it is. But why? Because when you see what time it is, if it's close to when you're supposed to be waking up, it stresses you out. There's no point in knowing. So so what he said was, don't look at the clock. Have a book nearby. The book is important. The book is very – and not on an electronic. Correct. Right? Yeah, a book that you hold. Yes. And you know what, too? And the kind of book is important. So self-help books are really not good at night yeah. because they stimulate your brain. You want leisure reading. Right. Le- like, yeah, just be reading some – Relaxing. Some, you know, something. romance novel or exactly. something like that. Whatever. Yeah, I think, you know, the sleep is important. It, it throws off your hunger hormones. If you don't – If I don't sleep hormones. good – If yeah. I get – If I don't sleep, I'm starving all day. Yeah, it throws off. And, the, and there were there are many studies – but one, one evening, my husband and I were watching, I think it was 60 Minutes, and all the MRI and all the different medical studies that they do and what happens when we're sleep deprived. And guess what goes up? Hunger goes up. Hunger. Yeah. So it's And the cortisol too, right? Absolutely. Stress hormone. So, you know, if there's a habit to start, at least try to set or pick one time every evening. Where you say, okay, I'm going to disconnect, unplug by that time. And then for that following half an hour, do things, you know, do your nighttime routine. Do things to kind of relax yourself. Get into bed with mm-hmm. a book. Do, but start by at least just picking a time and start to try to develop that habit. That's something I struggle with myself. Right. The nighttime the nighttime routine. I have a really great practice in the morning with my meditation. The nighttime is a little bit harder. harder. But I, I was doing it for, you know, a little bit. I started, you know, January 2nd or whatever just to get, you know, just to feel good. And also to plan for my day the next day. Just right. look at my, you know, what I'm doing and just say, okay, this is this is my intention. And it's very important. And I'm so glad we're talking about this because it's a good reminder because, you know, the weekend comes and everything goes out the window. Out the window, yeah. You know, everything. Yeah. yeah. So, it's it's important to get back on track and and it's okay like don't kill you don't be you know don't beat yourself up because right. that's my then okay no well it's there's a good. fitness coach that i well that i watch i i don't have time to go to a gym i don't have the hour and a half i don't have the patience 18 to 30 minutes a day depending on the exercise routine i'm doing but this one health and fitness coach says don't let the weekend be your weekend Correct. Meaning ending it in a bad way. Correct. And that's really important, too. So, again, the weekends, giving ourselves – and she says if you say, quote, unquote, I screwed up, just throw those words out the window. And the yeah, next the day words. is a new day. Again, it's the words that yes. we choose. Right. So it's What we're and, telling ourselves. Correct. And so, you know, like I said earlier, you know, we're painting a – you know, we have a new uh, blank canvas to paint – you know, we're blessed because we can paint that canvas right now. It's new, right this minute. Mm-hmm. So we can change. You know, we everyone says, oh, well, I'll do the diet on Monday. No, 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 no. You can t- choose to be healthy the next meal. Yes. You can choose to, you know, in my life, for me personally, I'm really working on the sleep because it's important. I feel better. When you get rest. When I'm, and I, you know, it's so it's hard. I always want to feel good. That's I'd rather be rested than go to the gym just because I know that it throws me off. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if given a choice, definitely sleep. It's it's critical for our body. And that I'm not talking about lazy. Yeah. Like okay, just laying around. And I'm I'm not even the type. 
to do You're that. Active. So yeah, well, I'm always <laughs> doing something, and I do try and take a rest though because it's important. Again, it's that downtime. The so siesta. I, yeah, I'm so glad you said that about the electronics. I think I'm going to try it. I'm going to have to turn hard. my clock around. I'm scared. It is hard. I'm scared. You turn it around. <laughs> you turn. But again, you know, the professor said the bedroom's for two functions. Yes. Sleep and, and sex. That's it. That's it. There you go. <laughs> that's it. No, you're not even watching TV. No TV. I don't have any TVs in any bedroom. I didn't. I didn't when my kids were little. Uh-uh. I gave in. They've asked. Yeah. My, my, no. Yeah. It's, it's, and it is. It's especially in the age we're living in now. It is. I watch my daughters. They're always on their phones on electronics. And the parents who, like, I try to have their, you know, their electronics outside of their bedrooms. Because it's very tempting when they can't sleep even at the age of 13. And then it's even better to have it, you know, when they're that young because you who knows what they're looking at. Mm-hmm. You know, you just don't know. But, again, it's those habits. It, it is habits. It, it it is. I think that's great. So, okay, let's let's talk about your practice for a minute. And we got to yeah. move on to the just stuff rules of dating. But uh, yeah, so what's uh, going on? So what's going on with your practice? What's happening? Everything's growing. And- it's, it's growing. Yeah. So again, you were alluding to the genetics. The genetic testing is huge. Um, I, again, ninety seven percent of people, not patients, who qualify to get genetic testing. Don't get it done because we're not doing that screening. So I am big on prevention, prevention, prevention. So, again, being proactive rather than being reactive. So I'm doing the genetic testing for the patients that come in who need it, who ask for it, 77 different cancer genes, men and women. And then, again, helping with what Carolyn was talking about earlier, that navigation. I I saw a patient um, last week who didn't have the type of cancer that I could necessarily treat but the daughter reached out to me they were at a loss at a cancer center in town they didn't know what to do the navigating of their care and they came in and then you know by the end of the week they were even by the end of the visit when they she came in with her husband they had so much more clarity they understood and you know being able to help people whatever way I can whether it's a cancer diagnosis I've seen patients for second opinions, for health navigation of their breast cancer care. Um, You just got someone you know, just got diagnosed, and this one patient came to see me. She had to wait two weeks for an appointment in town, and she was able to see me the same day. The genetic risk assessment, all of that. So we offer all of that. I love it. So how can people find you? So online, N-E, like New England, nebreastandwellness.com, or um, phone number 781-591-7060. And I know you're going to come back. Yes, I, I have to. <laughs> can I be presumptuous here? Of course. Hey, I yes. love it. I love it. We'll get you back another time. We're coming early, and we'll, we'll do the whole show yes, together, co-host perfect. with me again. I love it. Okay, so we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we have the just F rules of dating and what's divorce got to do with it. <laughs> Hold on, little girl. Show me what he's done to you. Stand up, little girl. A broken heart can't be that bad when it's through. It's through. Fate would twist of both of you. Ta-da! 
Steph fans, let me ask you a few questions. Do you want to incorporate a spiritual practice into your routine? Do you want to have more fun and create meaning in your life? Are you so done with the hamster wheel days? I get it, and you can change all that. What if I told you you can come to Sicily with me for eight nights and your life will never be the same again? You will rub elbows with the locals, visit sacred sites, Learn how to cook authentic Sicilian dishes, incorporate a spiritual routine into your day, and transform your life to leave a legacy you can be proud of. You do not want to miss this unique opportunity to learn ancient ways and experience the beauty of Sicily. This is exclusive, six people max. This is not your typical bus tour. It's all-inclusive except airfare. And I'm going to take exceptional care of you. Get out of Dodge this February 5th through the 13th. That's right, 2023. Check out all the deets at JustSteph.com and click Soul Journey Retreats. Or email me at Steph at JustSteph.com. Don't miss Sicily with Steph. This is the Just Steph Show on 95.9 
WATD. Okay, we're back. Thanks, Candy. You're the best. All right, so the Just Steph Rules of Dating is brought to you by the Women of Boston Lingerie, where you can feel beautiful and sexy regardless of your shape, size, or age. Check it out at www.thewomenofboston.com, and it's dating advice for second lifers, and it's the Just Steph Rules of Dating. <laughs> So, you know, I, um, oh, let's pull a love card. Okay, Dr. Kathy. All right. It's up to you. Let's make it a good one. Yes. <laughs> I love the love cards. You read it. Okay. Oof. Love it. Have faith. Trust your faith in this situation. There you go. So, if you're tuning in to the Just Steph Show tonight, you uh, your love card is telling you that it's all going to work out. Just trust it. It always works out your way, even if it doesn't feel good. So that's, you know, the universe has your back. So, uh, yeah, we don't have much time to go through this. But I wanted to talk about uh, what divorce got to do with the whole dating world, especially at this age. Because most people are divorced or widowed. Uh, Very few people have never been in a long-term relationship. Mm -hmm. And if they are, it's probably a red flag right there. Uh, if they've never been in a long-term relationship. Oh, oh, oh. Never. Uh, but, you know, I want to share something. I'm actually working on my annulment hmm. for my, uh, yeah. And so people go, well, why are you doing that? You know, does that mean, mean the well, kids the kids are illegitimate? No, 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 no. It does not mean that at all. I don't uh, think everyone might even know what that is. So an annulment, I was married in the Catholic Church, and I don't know if other Christian faiths have this. They may or may not. I don't know. It I don't w- know. There might be some process that they feel like they have to go through. But basically, it says that the marriage was never an, a, a sacrament. What is a sacrament? An efficacious sign of God's love. It's a sign. So it basically says the marriage was not a sacrament, was not... Uh, you know, marriage uh, in the church's eyes. And so yeah. it says so that so you you have to fill up, answer all these questions. And I was doing them. I was getting mad. But you know what I want to share with you about this process is it it's I've been divorced since 2014. So I'm far enough away from my my divorce. I'm not attached to it or or any of that. And I and I have kids and. And uh, and we do our thing. We, my son's getting married. It's it's all what it is. What it is with all that. But I really wanted an annulment. And the reason why I wanted an annulment was not so much to get married in the Catholic Church again, but because I felt that it was closure for me. And I just it it it's it's somebody saying, yeah, we know that this wasn't good. It's recognition of it's what rec- you're feeling. Yes. So I I was working on the annulment yesterday and I was getting angry as I was writing it because but it's cathartic is what it is because mm-hmm. you're you're having to bring all this stuff up and write it down and it gets out. And it's stuff that I was, you know, not Bottled really think, I didn't really think about for a long 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 time. You know, and then it's I'm buried. Yeah, back and it's in funny. And you know, all everybody who's on the tribunal uh, for the um, that look at these annulments, they're all priests, but they're they're canon lawyers. They're lawyers. Oh, they're yes, they're all lawyers. 
Wow. People think that, you know, no, it's I not. I didn't know there was yes, a tribunal. It's a tribunal. Mm. And they're lawyers. And so because I'm a master catechist, I can word it, and I'm a writer, I can word it appropriately because I know what they're looking for. However, I found myself saying, do you not get the picture? <laughs> do, you, do I, how many times do you have to say this? You know, and I wanted, I was, I wanted to, I wanted to use profanity in what I was writing, but I didn't. It's I, good you didn't. I was glad I, I did that out of it. Yeah, I was, it was. It was very funny. So, but I, you know, it was really good for me, and I and I did it because it's closure for me. Yeah. In a spiritual sense, it's an energetic practice. It's an energetic letting go. It really has nothing to do with me wanting to get married in the Catholic Church again because I don't really. It, it, I'm not worried about any of that. Yeah. So I thought that I would share that during this because I want to talk a little bit about divorce in a few minutes. And I wanted, you know, I have the four criteria for who can sit at my table. Oh, I think I remember this in October. And and the last one is, uh, the last one of the criteria is they need to be legally and emotionally free to be in relationship. And the problem with people who are in the middle of a divorce and I was looking this up and nobody really was saying what I wanted to say because they were saying because we're older now there's not a lot of young children in, involved in in the divorce people who are getting divorced at this age there's not for the most part but the problem with being involved with somebody who is close to their divorce is that they're tied up mm-hmm they're not available. They're not available. They're, and they, they're tied up with the, the stuff. And it's a major life change for them. And you, you're you not really equipped to help them through that, and especially if they don't get help. But there's, you know, there's, they have to go through the, the process. The, it's the, it's a death. And they have to get to acceptance before they can be present. Yeah. Not to mention that they're dealing with lawyers, an ex, and even if they have older children, there's a problem. There's, there's yeah. a lot there that hasn't settled down. And yes, they may not be attached to the wife or the husband, but they're still roots that are intertwined in a different life. So, and they haven't been able to let go of that, that emotional baggage. You don't know how many times I did, I, I did this with the da- in the whole dating process. Like, I, I'm telling you, I lived this. So there's, you know, there's, you know, even, especially with girls that are young adults, they're throwing tantrums. You know, they want their daddy. That You know, I'm talking about like 20-year-olds. Oh. 21-year-olds. You know, they're, you know, I'm talking about they're, they're, there's issues with the kids. There can be issues with the children. There's uh, that legal process that they go, and they're spending money on lawyers. So how are they going to spend money on your dinner at at, uh, <laughs> at the Four out. Seasons? <laughs> I know, Abe and Louie's, right when they're... <laughs> When they're spending all this money on legal fees, and and if they're not divorced yet, those are marital assets, and they can be if they find out, they might have to pay half of that. Wow, there's a lot going on there. 
And, you know, it, it's it's different in every state, but no matter what, if if they're married and they're spending money, it's marital assets. I've had a few girlfriends go through this, and we were talking about how you need the time to heal and recover. And I was telling a friend of mine how J-Lo said, you know, after, um, I think it was with A-Rod, she just needed time to be by herself. Well, we, you know, we talk about this, about, you know, doing, uh, you know, taking care of you in between relationships, you know, if you're, you, whether you're dating, you know, normal or not. And I used to be so furious, like, the, when if I had a brain, like, oh, this is a good time to work on yourself. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm not. But I know it, it took me a long time to, to, yeah, to get into that space because you just want to, you know, you want to have somebody. So... That's it for tonight. We gotta wrap it up. All right. Yes. Oh my gosh. So take a risk, be vulnerable, share your heart and love always. Larry's kicking us off because he's gotta go. So big thank you to my feature biz uh, uh, senior steps, Carolyn Walsh, and of course Dr. Kathy. Lots of love to all my sponsors. And uh, make sure you grab my book. Email me. Come to Sicily with me. Join my Facebook community. Follow me on TikTok. Don't miss a sexy Monday. See you next week. Know I love you all. Wishing you love bounce and peace. Will you come back, Dr. Kathy? Of course. All righty. Absolutely. Ciao, ciao, baby. I love you. I do. Thanks for tuning in to The Just Steph Show. Be sure to make your Monday night sexy every week from 8 to 10 p.m. right here on WATD 95.9. In the meantime, if you are ready to transform your life, shoot me an email at steph at juststeph.com. Tell me what's going on in your life. I want to hear from you. 